Good evening, everyone. I'm Melinda Russell, and this is Women in Motorsports. Uh, I want to thank Larry Richardson. He's the tech guy behind the scenes. He's got us up and running and has connected me to my guests tonight, as he does each and every week here on Twist Network. So I always have to give a shout out to the people behind the scenes that help because I know a lot of techie stuff, but I don't know that and I don't want to learn anymore. So thanks, Larry, for that. Um, this, this broadcast is brought to you by the International Women's Motorsports Association. You can find out more about us at IWMANation.com. And it's also brought to you by Send Out Cards. And if you get on our website, you'll be able to check that out as well. So my guest tonight is a young lady that I feel like I've known for a long time. I think we met through Facebook, which is, again, how I'm meeting all of these wonderful women that I've interviewed but I actually finally got to meet Mandy in person at the PRI show this year. And our guest tonight is Mandy Chick. She comes to us from Kansas, but I'm going to let her tell us more about that. And so, Mandy, welcome to the show and uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Thank you so much for having me tonight. I'm really excited to be talking with all of you. So I am Mandy Chick. I'm 16 years old and I'm from DeSoto, Kansas and I race Asphalt Pro Late Models in the Jeg CRA All-Stars Tour. So that runs in primarily the upper Midwest, Indiana, Ohio, Michigan area. Um, this weekend, we are actually going to Bristol Motor Speedway in Bristol, Tennessee um, for our race. So we practiced there last weekend and we're really excited. I've been racing for about 10 years. Um, started in quarter midgets when I was six years old. And then uh, when I was 12 years old, I transitioned to full-size er size uh, dirt cars and then from there we transitioned to um, to asphalt cars so NASCAR um, pro late models at 13 years old was specially approved for that and then um, won the NASCAR Missouri State Rookie of the Year so awesome. uh, 16 so yeah I'm really excited to be talking with you today um, this is a huge opportunity for me so we've got a lot of exciting things going on I know. And I know you have a lot to share with us. So you said that you started at six and you're 16 now. So you've got 10 years under your belt. That's awesome. So tell us um, where you live in Kansas and what's your home track if you have one. Okay. So um, I live in DeSoto, Kansas, which is a suburb of Kansas City. We're about 30 minutes from Kansas Speedway. So that's um, very convenient for me. I love going to Kansas Speedway to yeah. watch when I can, when I'm not out of town. <laughs> so, um, but it seems like I'm out of town a lot. So um, this is just, this is my part-time home, I guess, because we're always traveling. Okay. But, um, yeah, so I um, don't really, I am kind of in the, I'm in the central United States, but it's tough because we're not near all the racing. Um, there have been some really good tracks around here, really famous tracks like I-70 and Lakeside mm -hmm. Speedway. And um, I know Lebanon I-44 Speedway, I raced there um, a couple of years ago and ran a full season there. That's where I won my rookie of the year. But um, as of now, we don't really have a solid home track. It's just traveling a lot, which is okay with me. I love the traveling. Yeah. And um, so part time we race a dirt midget too, so that's a speedway. Okay, so where do you come in Michigan to race? 
Okay, so we go to Berlin Raceway okay. and um, Auto City Speedway, which is over by Detroit area, and then Birch Run Speedway in um, Birch Run, Michigan, over yeah. in that same area, um, which is right, it's right near um, Auto City Speedway, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, I think just different, different tracks like that. Those are three of the tracks that we race at. Um, beginning of June, we'll go back up there for our race at Birch Run Speedway. So I'm really excited about that because we have already gotten to race there this year um, with the Jeg Sierra All-Stars Tour. They have two races there this year. And um, that track has put a lot of hard work into it. So they, they're under new management and it looks, it's an amazing facility. It's a very nice facility. So they put a lot of work into it and that's where I go in Michigan. But outside of that, we go to Indiana and, um, this year we're teaming up with Brandon Oakley racing so that Brandon can, um, crew chief and spot for me this year. So we have, there sometimes for um for them to work on it in ohio so but other than that we have a big shop here and um that's a little bit about my racing okay <laughs> long-winded but yeah no that's good i like i like more than one word answers so that's that's awesome. <laughs> so um, thank you Andy, berlin is about an hour from me and so i'll be at that race hopefully there'll be some more people from this area that'll come up there and watch your race that's a nice racetrack yeah. i like going there and then uh, yes. Bertrand is not too far. So I'm going to have to check the schedule and see if I can make it over there as well. Because that's a, I think there's an outlet mall over there, if I remember correctly. So we'll yes, there check. is. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to check that out. So um, how did you get started racing as quarter midgets? You know, was well, that's an interesting thing or, or what? What got you started? Well, that's a, that's an interesting question because I am a third generation racer, but the first female in my family to race. So my dad and my grandpa were racers before I was, and, um, I've just grown up around it ever since I was born. I've been in the race shop around all the guys. When I was really little, my dad and my grandpa owned a NASCAR truck team. And so I just, I grew up around it. It's what I know. And, um, we tell that we say this all the time, but I was just, I have the racing bug, you know, and it's just, it's exciting. It's in the mm -hmm. family and I'm proud to carry on that tradition. So when I was about five years old, I went to a need for speed in Topeka, Kansas. And that's where I started out um, with my quarter midgets. I, I ran a 10 lap test session. And when I came back into the pits, I instantly asked my dad and my grandpa, where's my race car? So <laughs> that's, that's where it all started. It. Yeah on a four-wheeler and I wrecked it and broke my arm and so I've just always I've always had that love of the speed and of racing and it's just it's natural for me yeah it's it's seems like everybody I've talked to or interviewed um it's all been from the parents above that you know all, all but one girl everybody else was you know my dad raced my mom raced and and you're a third generation uh, race car driver. So that's, that's pretty cool. I, I'm loving that. So I know you race the Jag series. What kind of car for those that don't really know about the Jag CR? Why don't you tell us about your car? What does it look like? And um, the number on it and why you chose the number? Okay, so I um, race in the Jag CRA All-Stars Tour. And so that's asphalt late models. And um, for those of you who don't know, it's 
kind of what you see on TV, like the same body style, but it's a, it's a smaller motor and it's a, it's not as strong of a chassis. It does what we at our level need it to be, um, what we need it to do. And so, um, from that standpoint, it's just kind of a lower level of, I like to explain racing as a ladder that you climb up and NASCAR's at the very top. And we're just a couple steps down from that. So, um, that's how I like to explain it. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's full-size asphalt stock cars. So I am racing against grown men and primarily I do have a couple of girls that I race against, but not very often. Um, I'm one of the only teenagers. So that's, that's exciting. It's definitely unique. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, my car is orange and purple. Um, orange is the primary color and purple is the accent. And sometimes we throw in a little bit of the fluorescent orange or fluorescent, um, yellow is what I mean. And our car number is 23. And that's because when my grandpa was racing, he had a teammate who, um, his name was Pat Naglin and, he passed away from cancer um, several years ago, and we just we've always run that number in honor of him since. So no. we're proud to carry on that tradition um, to honor Pat Naglin and all that he's done for us. He um, was one of the ones who helped get my grandpa involved in racing. And so um, from that standpoint, my grandpa was he started racing like he was a racer. He never really got to drive the race cars, but he built motors and he worked on teams and he was involved in racing extensively. And so, um, he started doing that when he was about a teenager or young adult age. And then my dad was involved in racing at a teenage when he was a teenager. So, um, that's just, that's a little bit of my, um, story. And okay. so that's okay. where our number originated from. Okay. So you mentioned that you race against just a handful of girls and not all the time. So um, how, do you, how have you been treated, like, especially on the Jake series? Now we're getting a little higher up than, than a regular home track. How have you been treated as maybe being the only girl most of the time or there's a few of you? Do they treat you like one of the guys or, or how has that been? Well, um. I'd say I've been treated pretty fairly. And um, I know there are some people who look at me and they're like, oh my gosh, she's a girl and she's a race car driver. Like it just doesn't click in their brain. But to me, that's okay because I'm setting different standards than what are out, out there right now, you know? And so um, for me, I like to inspire the younger generation. It's a good platform for me to be a teenage girl and to be um, to be able to show the younger kids that they can do what they want to do despite what other people think of it. Um, and so for me, my standpoint also is that when I put my helmet on and I get out there on the track, we are all racers and it doesn't matter age, gender, anything. We're all racers. So um, I just, I try to treat everyone fairly as everyone treats me fairly. Okay. That's good. That's good to know. So, um, Oh, I thought of my question, then I forgot what I was going to ask you. So, yeah, here's, so you've already raced a couple races, right? How many races have you run so far? Well, we've run one race this, um, this year so far, and that was at Birch Run, Birch Run Speedway, um, and that was April 29th, 
So we've raced that. That was interesting because we, um, on lap seven, we got caught up in a little bit of a wreck, but we came in pit road and my team went to work at tearing the nose off of the car and the airbox off of those laps back and finished 12th. So um, that was that was pretty exciting for us just to uh, be able to overcome that. We had to overcome a lot that weekend. We had the transmission out four times just because of um, some failures we had, but that's okay. It's um, It all happens to everyone. So um, we're moving forward from that, and we are racing Bristol Motor Speedway this weekend. So um, that'll be my second race of this season. Okay. So – what is the what is it about racing when you get in that car on race night or maybe it's the day before or the day of what are, what are you thinking what is it about racing that makes you want to get out there and do that oh wow so i this is interesting so i have always been asked this question this is my probably my number one um question that i've always been asked and it's tough for me because i can't put it into words but i just <laughs> I love the speed and I love, it's just natural for me. I have a natural love for racing. I always have. And, um, and that goes for any other racer. We all have that natural love and sometimes we just can't describe it. Um, but I get in the car and I get excited and I get motivated. And, um, I think part of that is the actual racing. And then part of that is also getting to interact with the fans and showing, like I said, that younger generation that they can do what they want and setting, being a role model for that younger generation. With that being said, I really can't explain it other than I just love the speed and I love um, everything that goes into racing. Okay. Well, that's a good answer anyway. So um, who helps you with your car? Is Are your parents involved? Do you have a crew chief? Why don't you give a shout out to the people that keep you back on the track when you have something go wrong? Right. So I, um, we are a small team. We're a small hometown team. We, um, we are made up of mostly volunteers. So it's um, my mom and my dad and my grandpa and then myself. And we also have a couple of firefighters because my dad's a, um, a training chief here in the Kansas City area. So, uh, for one of the fire departments, so he has a lot of firefighter friends who help on the race cars and some of that. So that's exciting. I yeah. have my fire family backing me up, uh, page and encouraging me whenever they see me. And so, um, we, we have a pretty small team, but that doesn't mean that we can't do what we do. Um, so we, we managed to get it done and I'm, thankful for everyone who has put the hard work into it. This um, off season, we built a, we expanded our shop and it was a huge project, huge project. And we couldn't have done it without um, all the people who helped. I, I can't name all of them because we had so many helping and we're just so grateful for that. But um, aside from that, I do have a crew chief now. We just, in the last coming together daily everything's changing and so it's it's positive change it's exciting for me because it's helping um my career excel and get to where I want to be um goals wise but it's also helping me spread spread messages that I want to um to other people and so that's 
that's exciting for me. So like I was saying, um, in the last week or so, we had um, we hired a crew chief and we are teaming up from we are teaming up with Brandon Oakley Racing. And Brandon Oakley is my crew chief and spotter this year. So we already have one race under our belt and one test session or one test day at Bristol Motor Speedway this week this past weekend. Um, and he spotted for us in Birch Run. And I just, I think it was a natural fit. It was exciting. And so um, we're really excited to be working with him this year. We have a lot of big opportunities happening. So um, aside from my team who actually work physically on the race car, we have a lot of marketing partners that we are very thankful for, and we couldn't do this without them. Um, some of them are 323 TV, uh, JRC Accounting, which is my mom's business, um, Aero Race Wheels, Chicks Gear Racewear, um, FK Roddens for Gola Performance Systems, uh, Van Dorm Racing Development, McGonagall Engine Performance, Mittler Brothers, Machine and Tool, um, just all sorts of people. We just, we can't thank all of them enough for everything they've done for us. We couldn't continue to do this without them. Sorry, Mandy, I I lost you there for a minute, but I, I could see you were talking, so that's good. I'm glad <laughs> that you were talking. Because for some reason, I, you, I just couldn't hear anything. So, that's okay. Um, <laughs> what about your marketing partners? Do you have marketing partners that you would like to mention? Right. That was um, what I was just explaining. Okay, what, good. Um, what I just couldn't do it without them. I'm so thankful for them. So they've right. done a lot for us to get me where I am today. So, Okay, good. I'm glad you carried on while I was trying to figure out why I couldn't hear what you were saying. That's so, okay. <laughs> in 10 years of racing, you, you surely have had some proud moments. So what would be, wow. I'm going to ask you, what is your proudest moment? But what is your most memorable moment? Because they might not be the same thing. Right. So my, oh my, this is tough. So my proudest moment would probably be my first national race win. I, um, I was, I don't know how old I was, I was probably seven. And we went to Albuquerque, New Mexico. And it was my first USAC race. I started racing with the quarter midgets and that was one of the tours I raced, um, USAC quarter midgets. And so it was a national race and we went there. We had never run the series before and right out of the box, first race of USAC, I won it. And that was, that was very exciting. I won the race and my family was there and we were, I have a picture. We were in victory. We put a lot of, um, hard work into it. And so, just to see those results instantly. I know you don't always see those instant results, but for us, that was very motivating and exciting. So um, that's probably my proudest moment, but my most memorable moment. And these were, these were very close and deciding here, but um, my most memorable moment was winning the 2016 NASCAR Missouri State Rookie of the Year and getting to go to Charlotte, North Carolina for the NASCAR banquet. And I just, I've always remembered that. And I remember, um, standing backstage when there was a band who was playing and, um, it was one of those like sentimental moment songs. And I stood back in the back, um, behind the stage. And it was just, it was an overwhelming moment of excitement, you know, like this is, this is really happening. Like I really won this and I have what it takes to excel in my career and to be a NASCAR driver. And that was just 
that was my probably my telling moment. Okay. So um, that's probably my most memorable. Yeah, those are really very special moments, I know. So very. in the winter, you're getting the car ready. How involved are you in working on the car? Okay, so I am hands-on with the car. I We have about three people primarily who work in the shop on the car um, here in Kansas City, and it's my dad, myself, um, and one of our really devoted crew members, Mike Huffman, and he's also a firefighter. So, and sometimes my grandpa comes and works on it too. So it's, it's a family affair, but um, we, I'm very involved in it. I know I'm still learning, but I have grown in my knowledge over the past couple of years, moving up from the, um, the, from the dirt cars into the asphalt late models. So we've just, I, we've worked on the cars and we've made a lot of progress It we wouldn't be able to be where we are now without all of the, you know, teamwork that we have in the shop and, um, my dad and I, and my grandpa and my Cuffman. So there are about three or four of us who work on it primarily, but I'm very involved in it too. Okay. That's good. So, um, do you have a favorite person that you like to race against? Oh, wow. Um, not at this point. No. Um, okay. because I ran about a few races last year in the Jegs tour. So I haven't really been in this, um, series for a while to figure out who I like racing with better. Okay. So, but I, I enjoy racing with them. Um, with all of them, they're very competitive and I, I like the competition. Um, Good. It, it's exciting for me. I like the challenge. Um, but I, I like racing against all of them, and I love the, ser the series that we're racing in. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good series. I enjoy watching that series. So what are, the, what are your goals for this year in your racing career? And then let's say a few years down the road, maybe five years down the road or 10 years. Where do you see yourself racing? So this year and then in the future. Okay, so this year we are running the Jeg Sierra All-Stars Tour, and so we will be competing for the championship. We're going to make a, um, a hard run for the championship this year, so I'm excited about that. Um, in addition to the full Jeg Sierra All-Stars Tour, we are also going to race a couple of super late model races. Uh, Van Dorm Racing Development has a car being built right now for me, um, it's they're building a car for us right now. They're up in Michigan, Fruitport, Michigan. And um, it's Johnny and Butch Van Dorn who own Van Dorn Racing Development. They support us a lot. So we're working together with them to figure out schedules and what races we want to run. But um, we do know that we want to run a few super late model races to get us um, to get that under our belt. And then we will we'll race more super late model races next year, too. So I think. Five years down the road, I'd like this to happen more of like a three-year timeline, but um, a two- or three-year timeline, but to get a truck race under my belt. So a NASCAR truck race, I have um, very ambitious goals, but I, I know that with the support that I receive from my marketing partners and my parents and family and um, fans especially, that I can get there. Um, so it's just, it's making everything happen. It's getting the experience. It's um, putting together deals with our marketing partners so that we can um, market their brand. And so it's just 
it's exciting, ambitious goals for me, but I, I like, like I said, I like the challenge. So um, within probably three years, I'd like to have a couple of NASCAR truck races under my belt. That would be awesome. And we're going to follow you all the way there. So don't forget us little people when you get famous. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> Thank you. So what, what are your, you're in high school. So what do your friends think about you being a race car driver? I mean, it's probably no big deal now. You've been doing it 10 years, but um, high school can be different. So what do your friends think about you racing? Right. So I, like you said, I'm in high school and I, I'm at the point where I'm still in public high school. So I, see my friends daily at school and I'm, I'll be a sophomore or I'll be a junior next year. I'm a sophomore now. So I have a couple of years still, um, left in my high school career, but my friends, I have a very small close knit group of friends and I'm very thankful for them. They're my, uh, support group, my friend group. Um, so they mostly consist of my youth group friends from church and they are very supportive. We all support each other. It's um, We call each other the inner circle. And so we're each other's inner circle of friends. Yeah. And we are all very supportive. And they've been very supportive with me. They have my racing shirt. have um, church. They'll put on their T-shirts and go to, go to church in my racing shirt. So that's exciting um, to see that support. And they'll send me pictures and Sometimes they'll um, call me or text me or FaceTime me while I'm at the race track and just give me constant encouragement. Um, so I get a lot of support from my friends from youth group. But my school friends, I also get support, likewise, um, from them. But I have more friends, more close friends from my youth group than from school. And I believe that's because school for me is a means to the end so that I can get my education and get an engineering background in college, um, get an engineering degree, and then be out of there and on, on to my way to my career. So that's, I do have a couple of friends at school and some of them think it's really cool. And then a lot of people at school, um, don't understand it, don't understand the racing or they don't, um, or they think it's a little odd, but I think that's that stems from the fact that they don't understand it. Um, it's tough to explain because racing is its its own community, and so. Um, but yeah, I, for the most part, I get a lot of support and encouragement from my friends. Okay, that's good. So if you had a little girl come up to you, which I'm sure you do have a lot of them for autograph nights and that, but if yes. you had a little girl come up to you and she said. I, you know, my mommy wants me to play softball, but I want to race. What, what would you tell her about why, what's good about racing? Not just for a girl, I guess, but especially for a girl, what's good about being involved in racing as opposed to maybe some other sport? Well, I really like the family aspect of racing um, because racing is, it's a family thing and it's something that I get to spend a lot of time with my parents and, um, that's very special to me. That's something that's probably my number one thing that probably one of my number one things that I love about racing is the family um, aspect of it. So I, I would encourage her from that, that standpoint, but I would also encourage young girls to maybe that they can do anything they want to. Um, they can be involved in anything they want to, but it's 
it's their mindset that gets that going. They have to have the positive mindset to get where they want to go. Um, and they have to have the motivation. And so that's, um, that's something that I would tell younger kids and younger girls is that you can do anything you set your mind to, but it's up to you to make those, up to you to make those steps towards it. Very good. Very good. So now I know you're busy outside of racing as well. So tell us a little bit about what do you enjoy doing when you're not racing and are you involved in any kind of volunteer or any kind of activities like that, that might involve your race car? Right. So, um, I, I am busy outside of racing. I'm involved in the rocket club at school. That's something that I just started doing this year. Actually, our team just got back from Washington, DC from nationals. Um, there are hundreds of teams in the United States and we qualified and we are now officially one of the top 101 teams in the United States. So they got to go to DC. I had to go to Bristol for testing, but, um, but I was excited about that either way. So, um, they had a good time. I'm very involved in the rocket club and that's from, that's from an engineering standpoint. I love the engineering that goes into pretty much anything. Um, and that leads into, I am very involved in the engineering program at school. And so sometimes we'll take field trips to different, uh, STEM competitions or to college visits or, um, to go speak to schools about, um, STEM related activities, science, technology, engineering, math stuff. So, I am also involved in my church youth group, so I'm very, I'm heavily involved in that. We, I recently was on the worship team for singing, but I am transitioning to the tech team. I really love um, mixing the different types of music for worship, and um, so that's something that I'm very involved in. I do a lot of the volunteer activities at church. I um, love serving on the church team, and um, I just... I love doing anything that involves um, church volunteer work. So um, I'm involved in a lot of the events there at church. And so aside from that, I, I have in the past had a um, bullying prevention speaking tour called race to stop bullying. And then, um, so that's been something that I have been very passionate about but I also do a lot of different volunteer work. I'm involved in a lot of different things. Um, a couple of years ago, I worked at a food pantry here in DeSoto, Kansas, and um, I'm just, I'm involved in a lot of different community activities. I love speaking to, um, I love speaking to little, to younger kids, to students and being a motivational speaker. So those are my different volunteer activities kind of all across the board, but I love it all. Yeah, and it's well-rounded, and so you, I'm sure you'd be a, a in-demand speaker if they knew about you and, and that, because you're, you're very well-spoken, and you, you know, can really get across to kids. They, they listen to older kids before they'll listen to parents or adults, that's for sure. So <laughs> um, I know every, every race can't always be the best, so you, do you want to tell us about a race that you wish you could have done over, or have you ever had any kind of accidents or wrecks that you're like oh you know that was that was the worst but you got right back out there and kept racing um so every every racer has their fair share of wrecks um it just it just happens it's something you can't avoid but I think something that was very encouraging for me this year was one of the races like I explained my race at Birch Run Speedway this year 
um, we got caught up in a lap or in a wreck on lap seven of the of the feature after racing our way in in the last chance race, and we how do I explain this? So we had to come in the pits, and my team pulled the nose and uh, airbox and some other stuff off of the car. No suspension damage. And we went back out there two laps down, made the laps up and finished 12th. So that was, that was very encouraging for me because Mm -hmm. it was, it was tough circumstances that we were dealt, but we overcame that as a team. Um, That was, we had our fair share of um, tough circumstances that weekend because we had had the transmission out um, four times just for we broke a starter and a couple flywheels. So that was, that was tough, but um, we overcame that and got a 12th place finish, which was exciting after being, um, after being dealt all of that and, um, and just working as a team to overcome that. And that was, that was a learning experience for all of us. It was um, working as a team and knowing, okay, we can't do this without each other. You know, it was kind of like a wake up right. moment of we can't do this without each other. We got to work together. So, um, right. that was, that was one of my, um, one of my encouraging races, but last year at Winchester, we also got caught up in a wreck and, um, it was, we had to come in and, um, the, the crew guys, got to work and finish the right front suspension, but we decided um, for, from a safety standpoint that it probably wasn't smart to go back out there at Winchester. And there are a lot of forces on the car. I love Winchester. Um, there are a lot of forces on the car. So we made a safety call um, not to go back out on the track and race, which is, which is good. So, um, but just knowing that we could get that right front suspension replaced and, um, like I said, the teamwork that went into that was awesome. Um, so that was, that was very encouraging to me to, although it was my last race of the season, it was encouraging that we all rallied together and figured it out. Okay. That's good. Because like you said, you're, you're just one piece of the puzzle and not that you're not an important piece, but it takes all of them. And so I'm glad to hear you say that because especially, you know, younger, younger kids want to think that it's all about them sometimes. And I appreciate that you, that you share that about your team. So Mandy, tell us where can we find your schedule? Where can we follow what you're doing? Your Facebook, your website, what do you have so that people can find where, where you are and and where you're going to be racing? Awesome. Well, I am on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And I also have a website. My website is mandychick.com. It's pretty simple. It's my name. Um, and then my racing page on Facebook is under Mandy Chick, the athlete page. Um, feel free to go give me a like. Actually, that would be awesome um, for those of you who are watching to go give me a like and check out my marketing partners pages. Um, they do a lot for us too. And they have some really unique, cool products. So um I am on Twitter at Mandy Coolchick, and then Instagram is also at Mandy Coolchick. So I do motivational Monday posts on um, on my Facebook, and sometimes I'll do like a Tuesday truth with a Bible verse. But um, those are exciting for me. I'm I love the quotes. I love the inspirational quotes. So I uh, try to incorporate that into a lot of my social media marketing. So um, that's my social media. 
you can find my schedule on, um, on my website and I'm sure we'll post, um, updates on schedule. We post, uh, updates on schedule and racing and all that stuff on our Facebook. Um, so you can check that out. Um, feel free to go check that out. Okay. Awesome. And we'll look on there to see when you're going to be in Berlin, because that's going to be a nice close, um, place for me to watch you race you know not all of our listeners live in Michigan and live close to Berlin but um, it's nice to be able to not have to drive very far and see some of my favorite race car drivers so we'll (laughs) definitely be there that weekend Um, is there anything else that I haven't asked you about that you would like to share with us about either your racing yourself your family any of that um, not that I can think of. I just encourage everyone to go check out my social media pages. We have some really exciting things happening, um, some exciting things coming together. And I'm, I'm encouraged by what all we have uh, done so far this year and that, um, that we still have uh, room to go in my racing career. I've got the NASCAR trucks in several years, in a couple years, I'm sure. And um, I've just, I'm really excited about what's to come. Um, I also want to, I forgot to mention this, but I also want to tell everyone that my mom tweets um, during my race. So you can find my mom on Twitter. I just taught her last year how to use Twitter. (laughs) That's exciting. I love going back and seeing the tweets and she's a little bit nervous. So she'll enter some emojis. I, (laughs) I love that. So I love the, um, the real side of that on Twitter. So, um, yeah, that's so where, do we, where, where would we find her so we could follow her? Is she do that under your name or she has her own account? Um, she does have her own account, but she tweets under my account during the race. Okay. So, right. Um, if you'll go follow my Twitter, it'll be on there and you can get, um, almost pretty much lap by lap updates. Okay. All right. That's very cool. Now, speaking of your mom, so when you started racing, you know, at six years old or, or even now in the, in like a big car, I, does your mom get nervous? Is that why she's tweeting to keep her busy? You know, does it bother her? What about her and your dad? Probably, you know, how do they feel when you get in the race car? Um, I think there's a little bit of nervousness. I know that they understand that I'm really safe in the race car. There's a lot of um, research and development that has gone into the race cars. So we're very safe inside of their um, racing. So I know my mom is a little bit nervous because she's a mom, right? So um, when I was racing Dirt Modifieds, she would have to play Candy Crush on her phone just to get her mind (laughs) off of it. But she gets more excited than anything. And she's told me that her level of nervous nervousness, not that she thinks I'm unsafe or that um, she thinks I'm not going to do well, or she, she's just nervous in general. It's because she's worried that I'm not going to do, like, I'm not going to meet my expectations personally, because I have high expectations of myself and she knows that. And so she's just, she's nervous that I'm not going to meet my expectations of what I think of it. So, um, my mom does pretty well though. I'm, I commend her for that. She does great at the racetrack. She's our wellness ambassador. So she cooks okay. for us. sometimes if someone's aching or whatever, she gives, 
them ibuprofen. She's our wellness ambassador. That's what we call yeah. her. So my dad so gets she, a little nervous. Does she stay so, in the pit area or does she go up into the stands? She stays in the pit area. Um, so at Birch Run, when we had that incident, she was right there with my dad and one of my crew guys tearing the nose off of the car. And yeah. I mean, she's okay. hands-on like I am. So um, she stays in the pits and she helps out with whatever we need help with. And it's, it's awesome. And she tweets during the races. So, um, and sometimes she'll catch, catch short videos of my practice sessions. So, um, but yeah, my dad, I know he gets a little bit nervous. And it's just, it's a dad thing. He and I have a really strong bond. Um, we, we've dealt with each other a lot with the racing. And um, so we've both grown as people and um, as father and daughter. So that's just, he gets nervous because it's his little girl out there on the track. <laughs> right. So, so um, which is understandable. Right. Do you have brothers and sisters? I am an only child. <laughs> Okay. All right. I, I kind of remembered that, but I wasn't hundred percent sure. So, okay. Okay. so you're, an only, you're an only child. So that, you know, it's good that you're, they're letting you follow your dreams and they're helping you along the way. That's, that's pretty cool. So any last things that you want to tell us about Mandy? I don't think so. Um, I just, I want to mention that in addition to my team and my marketing partners that I just want to thank my parents for all the opportunities that they give me. Um, they've done a lot for me and for my career. And I just, I wouldn't be anywhere near where I am today without them. So um, I can't thank them enough for everything they've done for me. Awesome, Mandy. Well, I appreciate you being on with us tonight. You've given us a wonderful interview. I know uh, I'll post it on my International Women's Motorsports page, the link. And so you can share that. Uh, people can listen to it later if they weren't able to be on with us tonight. So um, and I definitely will be at Berlin to see you this summer. So I expect to be down. We'll do a Facebook Live together. How's that? That sounds great. That sounds awesome. So, and, and, and you know, just for the people out there, Mandy is one of the founding members of the International Women's Motorsports Association. So I want to thank you for that. I know you're very good about sharing what we do with other people. So um, I appreciate that on my end for what you've done to help us. And we just want to keep, connecting and celebrating women all over the world, really, that are involved in motorsports. And, and you're one of those as well. So thank you again, Mandy, for being on with us. And I'll see you in Berlin. Thank you so much. See you in Berlin. All right. Thank you.